Hello guys, welcome back to Sinobla Podcast. And if you are, you know, new here, welcome. And I hope you enjoy this, you know, this episode. Um, as most of you already know, we've been doing this series going kind of like into what exactly is mindfulness, connecting to what energy is, vibration, and also talking about, you know, the process of being awakening. I mean, this is the last part of the series, the part three, the last part of the series. And I wanted to actually bring somebody on who can actually tell their story of like their story of, you know, awakening as well. But unfortunately, technical difficulties is not allowing it today. Like, it's just not it. So I just replanned the show, replanned the show um, to where it's going to be a new... It's really planned, but it's, really, it's still going to be the same thing. But the difference is that there's not going to be any guests, okay? So with that, um, with that said, today's episode is basically going to be all on... I'm not going to isolation. And why isolation is going to be a really key part of your awakening process. Um, something called empaths. What exactly is empaths? And that's something a lot of people don't know about. Some people also know about it. And some, a lot of you guys probably empaths. You just don't know that you are. And also help you to understand some of the emotions and the things that you feel and why you feel those things, okay? And the last part, I'm going to share something with you guys that I've learned this week that I feel like is really important um, for us to all kind of practice it, especially within our community, of the black community as well. So with that said, let's get straight into it. Okay, so to start with, I'll just talk a little bit about, you know, the awakening process. So as we've been speaking about, you know, energy, mindfulness and everything, one thing I've made very clear is that being, being very meditative, being very mindful, you know, and being able to understand energy into, and being very intuitive and just feeling vibrations and understand all those frequencies and all those things also comes to being with self, very self-aware. You start to become very self-aware. Even if you're not, wasn't like that before, you start becoming that, okay? And one thing that is really important within this whole awakening journey that some people actually end up developing as part of the journey and some people are already born with it. And that thing is called impasse. All right. So if, I want to make it very clear. Everybody has, imp- well, not everyone, because some people are very cruel, but people in general, we have empathy. Okay. You tend to, you how it goes out to people when, you know, they lose somebody or, you know, your friend is going through something, your parent or something like, you know, people around you going some hard time, you feel, you feel for them. You kind of feel sorry for them. You kind of wish you could do something to help. That's, that's the natural, you know, human nature that everyone kind of has already. Now being an empath is, is kind of different from being empathetic towards people. Okay, being an empath is more uh, more tailored. All right, people that who are empaths, I'm gonna give you some, you know, symptoms and tips on. If you might be, you might not. You might have somebody around you who is one. They might not know. They tend to be very, very in tune first with people's emotions. So. This is a carry on people's emotions. So let's say something is happening in the room right now. Yeah, somebody's really hurt. Somebody's speaking to me about their, you know, whatever they're going through, um, whether it's family, his friends, his breakup, it's whatever it is they're going through, some emotional thing. You tend to feel it's like you feel as if like you are the person in the in the situation. And every single emotion they're going through, whether it's confusion, hurt, excitement, everything, you'll be able to even to a point, you're able to articulate to them and tell them, you're feeling this, you're feeling this, you're feeling this, and this is the reason you're feeling it. Because you literally can feel exactly what they're feeling. They'll look at you like, did this girl just tell me everything I'm going through? Did this guy just mention everything that I can't even articulate right now? That's exactly what I'm going through. That's impasse. So if one of your friends probably does this with you, and you're like, my friend is an impasse. Yeah, people, some people are they're able to like really feel what somebody is going through. Like, it's like, it's them. And they will, if you ask them, what am I going through right now? They'll literally tell you like, this is what you're going through. This is the reason you're going through it. Da, 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 da. This is how you're feeling. This is how you're feeling. Blah, 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 blah. Okay? And you'll be like, no, they're actually really accurate. Or even like, like, like at least 90% accurate. 
okay that's the first thing second thing is that they're able to really when you're out in public you know when you're in public here there's a lot of different things going on different people with different emotions like some people are hurt some people are crying some people are you know different things going through different people's minds right they're able to like, take on all those different people's emotions so Right, I'll come back to that in a minute. I want to say something. I want to come back to it in a minute. So, because they're able to like, take on people's emotions, if they are not um, um, empaths that have been able to like grow within their ability, they will just like, if, wherever they go, they will just like take on everyone's emotions and put on their shoulders and carry it. Carry it. So, for instance, they're even be trying to help everyone at the same time, or they're trying to connect to different people at the same time, where it can cause them to be for them to be drained. Okay. And I'll come back a little to like the bad side of that in a minute and how, what the difference between a growing empath and then somebody who's just like a, who has still hasn't been able to like grow within their empathetic um, ability. Okay. So that's another thing. Be able to, you know, take on a lot of people's emotions at the same time when you're out in public. Somebody, people, people tend to go to, come to you, you know, go to you as for advice. People who are empathetic, who have, who have, em who have that kind of like empathy, empathetic ability to that extent. Um... Because you are able to feel people's emotions on a different type of level and you're able to like tell people what they feel even when they can't understand what they're feeling, people are naturally drawn to you. Where they be they speak to you one, two, three, and they're like they want to share everything to you in a minute. You've only even met them just two seconds ago, but they have this this sudden trust within them for you where they, they'll share their whole story. Because some reason they just feel like you could be able to help them. They probably don't even know why. But they'll just do it. And then most, like, most of the time, you are able to help them. That's an one ability as well. Um, and I want to go back a little bit now, okay? So the difference between somebody who is very grown, like who just able to, like, you know, understand and, grow, and has massive growth in their empathetic ability is that when they do go outside and they're out in public, they don't take on everyone's emotions. They know how to feel people's emotions and leave it right there. If they need to, like, you know, take it on, understand somebody and, you know, help them and give advice and all them things there and cancel them, they know how to do that. Now, if they don't have to, they know how to also let that go. Feel it and let it go. People who don't really, be, don't even know that this is something that they have, they don't know how to control it, they don't know that it's an ability that not everyone has that, but it's only them in that moment that has it, they will take on everyone's emotions. And that's the reason why there's some people you know, or even you yourself, there's times when you feel so sad, so depressed, so anxious, so excited, so confused, and you don't even understand the reason why you're feeling that. You can be in the midst of a lot of people. You're thinking, why am I feeling all these different emotions? Why is it that every time I go around like these people, I feel all of this? It's because you're taking on everyone's emotion. They probably haven't even told you what they're going through, but you can feel it. But because you don't even understand yourself or know who you are when it comes to that, that you understand that that's the ability that you have and how to control it, you just take everything on. Everybody comes with their problems, you just carry it. To the point where now it's like you're having a burnout. And that's something that happens to a lot of people. Like, it happens a lot to people. I've met some people and I speak to them, like, you know, they'll come to me and tell me the stories, like, you know, they're always, they're always upset and they're going through a lot. And just life, they just feel like they want to just like need a break from life. They just want to like stop a lot of things and just a whole lot. And I still listen to what they're saying and I just look at them like, and they don't even understand what, what is going on with them. They're like, I don't even understand why I'm feeling like this. I, don't. And I look at them and I'm like, you're an empath. And most of them don't even know. They don't even know that they're one. And I have to kind of explain it to them like, this is what you want. They're like, they're like this, yeah, how did you know? This is exactly why I feel. And I'm like, because I am one. So I understand. And I remember the times when 
I will go out with people, I'll be in the midst of a lot of people, I'll go to church, I'll go to family functions, and I never was 100% happy because I'll be feeling so many different things. That I'm like, why am I happy one minute and I'm sad in one minute and another minute I'm kind of like confused or I have this sense of like I don't want to be here. And it's not because, you know, it's actually you. It's other people's emotions that you're feeling because you had that ability to like feel people's emotions and put on some people's shoes without, even if you don't want, you don't even want to. Because you're extremely sensitive naturally. That's why I said that some people who are born with this, like they're born like that's, just, that's they've had this since they were like a baby. They've just grown up, grew up with it. This is something they've had for a long time. They might just not have known about it. Now you're watching this video, probably the first time maybe you're hearing about it, you're like, what? This is me. Or like, no, this is one of my friends. This is one of my, this is my sister. My sister has this. She just doesn't know, you know? Or my, my mom has that, you know? So it's, we're all learning here. Now, being an empath, like I said, some people also develop it as they go on their awakening journey. And I want, I want, and as I was in the beginning, and I was linking it to you know being very self-aware, going on this waking, waking um, journey, and being very, you know, do you know the things that we've talked about in the past um, two episodes, and allowing you to be very self-aware. When you go around people, when you're in, you know, in a new, in a, um, even these people already know people that you don't know, if it's in a new environment, it's an old environment, you start to be very aware of the energies and emotions that's running through the room running through the people because your spirit is very light it's not heavy it's very light where it's like it picks up everything very quickly so then if it's anything that you know is like above and beyond you and it's overwhelming to you you see your soul becomes very heavy when at night like it starts dawning you and that is basically being um have been an empath okay now another thing of being an empath People will always tell you one thing is like you're very sensitive, like you take everything so serious. It's like, no, it's not that I take everything so serious. The fact that I have the ability to be able to feel everything, I have the ability to feel everything. So even when you tell me it's a joke, I know it's no joke. Even when you tell me, don't take that so seriously, it's not nothing that deep. I know it's that deep because I can feel it. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to like show me or tell me or lie to me about it. And one thing about empaths as well, as well yeah, walk, lying, they, they're walking lying detectors. You are lying to them right in their face and they know you're lying. They might not tell you that you, they know you're lying, but they know that something is up or they know that you're lying. They're not telling 100% truth. Because again, empaths are people who are able to really understand and just like feel people's emotions and everything. And you also connect with your spirit in a different way that, like, you never know. And that's the reason why, you know, they're able to, you know, feel all these emotions. Even when people haven't told them anything, they can feel it. Be able to understand and know when you're lying. All them things that they can do. It's like a low superpower. Okay? Now, I want to go into another part and break down um, different parts of different levels of impasse. So, with impasse, there's different types. Um, the first type is that. Some people are very physical ones, so physical impacts, where they will like feel more of like the emotions and the, and the hurts and like of people. When someone's really ill, someone's broken a leg, um, you know, going through physical pain, they tend to feel that more, where like they can feel that person's emotions in that moment more. Some people are more emotional, so I guess when it comes to feeling, that's that's the most um, popular kind of empaths, they tend to be quite emotional. So they can feel the emotions of people and it, like the energies of people in the rooms and things like that. Okay. Um, and then we have ones who are intuitive. Okay. Now intuitive is being able to also sense and like have different, have these sense of perspectives. Yeah. That come before even manifest into real life. So things like dreams, there's a very like, you know, they can have these dreams that it will come true. 
It might not even come to the sack the same minute, but we're manifesting to come true in certain ways. They were just, they were just like have these, like, you know, um, they were just telepathic. Sometimes you can be thinking something, you might not tell them, but they already know. You might be planning something, you might not have told them yet, or, you know, haven't really told them exactly what the plan is, but they've already, like, it's, it's like them watching a movie. You've told them one thing in the beginning, yeah? You said this to them. They've already, like, completely scanned the whole thing to the end, so they already know what's going to happen before it even ends. So you're thinking like you're doing something, you've already told them one part and then, you know, you're just, you know, doing your thing. You're going to ask them what, ask them about the thing. Again. They'll tell you like, they already know everything. You didn't even tell them, but they know it. Because one, the one thing you told them, they've been able to like, start, like create a whole movie with it. And that movie is, is going to end up happening, which is whatever it is that you're going to end up doing. So you tell them you're going here. They know you're going there. Now it's like, they are, and it is so sensitive, their spirit is so sensitive that it's able to understand, okay, this person's somebody they're doing this. Now they, they're, and they're so observant that the, every single thing you told them, <laughs> everything you, everything you told them you're gonna do, they was like now knit and pick it and observe your every, your every move after then to so understand that what you say you're going to do, what you're going now, whatever you're doing now, it connects with this and this and this is what we're gonna end up doing for the rest of the day. So when you tell them the rest of the day, like kind of like what you've already done or like what happened when you went there, they already kind of already knew what was gonna happen, already knew you already did it. That's intuitive, okay? So like I said, the most um, popular ones is the emotional, the emotional um, um, empaths. And then the intuitive one is well, sometimes quite, you hear, you see that quite a lot. But the physical one is not always, it's not as popular, but you have people who can, you know, do all three. Um, and then another thing as well, yeah, that is really, it's like, it's like a, I would say like a symptom of being an empath is you have this, thing with animals and babies <laughs> and plants when you see babies you can't contain yourself it's crazy like you can't contain yourself when you see animals you have this love and this connection with animals like you, look, you can't even hurt them you look at them like like that's your people as well like you look at them like that's you that's that's your pets even it's a fly, even it's, an, it's a dog, even it's like, what kind of other animal it is, okay? Obviously, some people are still saying animals, but in general, with animals, you tend to have this connection with them where you feel for them. The same with also plants as well. You rarely catch a really pure empath hurting plants and just cutting them down anyhow, or just like, you know, uh, no. They just have this, they have this connection with nature in general and this authentic purity, um, pure connection with nature and anything is pure okay so the reason why you know i wanted to really explain to you guys what empath is is because something that is really again like i said is really big within awakening something that somebody some people already have it they already have it and other people they end up you know developing that part of the awakening journey now being an empath is not a reason days it's like a blessing and a curse because again like i said people tend to call you sensitive because you feel things a lot you feel things a lot when someone says something to you it's like you already know how they're saying it. They don't have to tell you how they're saying it. You know. So when you feel it, you and the person might be like, oh, I'm just joking. You know, it's not that serious. You, like, you look at them like, no, but it is, though. And I know it's serious. You're just saying that because now you feel like you hurt my feelings. So now you're trying to, like, you know, kind of backtrack. And people always look at you like you're weird, like you're too sensitive, like you're too this. Like, it's like, no, I'm not. And if you're like me, will you have this? Don't ever let anybody ever tell you you're too sensitive. Don't anyone ever tell you that you're doing too much, you know, you know everything you take it. No. Because your spirit is very sensitive naturally. Your spirit is very light. It's always able to pick up everything. 
And people don't always want you to know the truth. They want you to just like live in the lie and they want, you, they want to tell you lies and tell you what they want to tell you and want you to be comfortable with it. But when the spirit is not comfortable and some, you look at them like, no, listen to that. Don't listen to them and what they're trying to convince you to be, to be or, you know, to, to like, you know, understand. Because most of the times it's them that's lying. And that's just the reality of the thing. And like I said, it's a blessing occurred because the part of me blessing is the fact that no one can really lie to you like that and get away with it because most of the time, really, really, you know, you're able to understand people on a different level than other people. When people are naturally drawn to you. When people come to you and they speak to you what like what they speak to you want to, naturally they just they, they just they just want to they just feel like they need to tell you everything. Like I had that thing from from like all the way from when I was young from primary school secondary school growing up just in general like people that my friends people that I go like you know I end up working with people just naturally always feel like let me go to Akasia because if I tell her she's quickly gonna understand I don't know why or where sometimes sometimes it gets too much even to a point me I'm like I just want to break like I don't want to be hearing everyone's problems but naturally I, I come to realize that naturally this is probably this is part of the things I'm supposed to be doing because I realized that my thing really in this world, my, my, my sole purpose really is just to help people. That's my thing, like it's helping people. And my, me helping people comes in different ways. Like it comes in different ways. And to a lot of people, it's about advice. So a lot of people come to me, people I don't know, I have no idea where they just message me and they'll be like, I don't know why, but then something is telling me to message you and I feel like you really understand me. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. And they'll talk, write a whole essay or like you know they'll do a whole lots of voice notes to me and i have to listen and i realize and i'll tell them exactly what it is and you know i have a conversation with them and i'll help them you know dissect their problems and just like you know solutions with them and everything at the end they're like how did you even know this how did you i'm like this is just part of the this is just who i am this is just part of what i do going through the awakening stage if you are one like you know you're born with it from young and you've had this and you just don't know you have it going through this you know awakening journey thing we're talking we've been talking about and you know going through the stage of you know meditation and being mindful understanding frequency understanding energy it will allow you to really start understanding yourself understanding how to like you know maneuver within like this within different spaces okay moving on from there i want to go into more of awakening and i want to make a statement that i feel like is really important i want to expand from that statement i want to say that isolation is part of being awakened okay um when you awaken you can't go through transformation without being isolated a lot of you like i said before are black sheep of your family you don't fit in the places you go you always like, you know, picked on or even like you always you, you always know that everywhere that you go, you're different. You stand out. Either you don't realize what somebody else realizes and they tell you or people make it known. You've had different encounters, different experiences in life that makes sure you know that at this point you kind of realize like I don't belong in a lot of places. I don't belong in a lot of, with a lot of people. And you might not understand why. And that's been most of the time because you're a black sheep. And that black sheep is not a bad thing. People like to say it's like a bad, it's not a bad thing. It means that you are the one who's awakening. You're the one who has a very high vibration. You are the one who is like very different. And being different equals to you having a different purpose, having a different destiny from a lot of people. Okay. And most of the times you're the chosen ones that are going to come and change a lot of things within your family, within like the neighborhood you're, you're in. And with that, you being the change and you being the one to spark that change within your family and being the one to break those gener generational curses comes with you being awakened. And through that stage, you have to isolate. 
And with you that isolation, that's when you realize like you lose a lot of friends, you lose a lot of people. And what like let me go back like, when I was going through like my isolation stage, like, I still go through it. But when I was really started going through, I was about 16, 17, when I started going, really going to my isolation phase. And that's when when I started realizing that that's when I finished secondary school and I started realizing like I really don't like humans. And in a sense of I found people to be very weird and very wicked and very misunderstanding. Yeah. And I realized like I was very misunderstood a lot of the time. And because I was always so misunderstood, I started having this kind of like little grudge thing towards people where I don't want to be around people. Because when I'm by myself, I have so much, when I'm by myself, I'm within my solitude, I find so much content and so much like peace within me, within myself, that even most of my family members, I didn't want to be around people. I love being out by myself. When I started going, when I went to uni, I moved out my, my, my family home and I went to uni, I loved it because within those times, I was really by myself. Like, I lived on my own, I was by myself, and I loved it. I loved it. And I always like find peace within. I had to realize, like, to a point where, like, I first so, so much in love in my own space that I didn't even want people around me. I had people, you know, my, my classmates, people that were my friends, you know, I knew. But you'll never be in my space for too long because I love my space. To a point where you come in, I have boundaries. You're not, you can't stay in my place for too long. You can't be within my, my around me for too long. If you go to class together, we go to class together. After I go home, I go to my space. Like this is my, I go to where to my my place, and like you can go to yours, and I see you tomorrow morning when we go back to school. That was me. And that's always been me. And with that, I started realizing that it can get a bit dangerous to a point where you feel, feel so in love with yourself and so like in love with your own space that you don't want people around. And it's a point where you don't really care to then really mingle with people, even with your family. And I had to realize that that wasn't the whole purpose of being, of me, God, like literally God isolating me. God had to isolate me and I had to go to the isolation stage because I had to really like, work on myself and go through my, my phase of really learn about me and then about the power that I have before I could go back into the midst of people and do the change and you know um, form the changes that I wanted to form and that, that God wanted to use me to do like literally God wanted to use me to form I hope that makes sense yeah <laughs> so even when it comes to going back home to my family, like I didn't go back home to see my family for like two, three months. Like I wasn't going back home. Like I could, I could stay on myself for like two months. I wouldn't see my family. I'll speak to them on the phone, you know, da, 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 but I don't see people because I just found so much peace. And I had to realize like, nah, nah. And then when I did go back home, the time I did go back, I started realizing like the importance of me going back home or like being in the midst of people. Even when I used to be around my friends a bit more, I started realizing that how the importance of me being around them. And I, realized, I started realizing like, nah, this is the time. Because when I go back home, I have my siblings and the conversations that I have with them and the things I'm learning and the things I'm seeing and I speak to them about it. I started realizing how I was changing their minds and how I was like teaching them so much about the awakening, about so many things about the world. There's so many things that they just were able to like, pick up from me and just like learn, read, just expand their knowledge on. They were young. Like my siblings, like they're young, they're younger, younger than me, okay? But now I look at them now and you know, um, I'm able to see like these young adults and they are so. Now my, my brother is, um, is 17, my, my sister is 18, right? And they're younger than me, but I speak to them like they're the same age as me. 
I'm only a couple years older than them. I'm not that. I'm not that much older than them. But I'm only a couple years older than them. I was to speak to them and then like, you people at 17 and 16 and 18, their man is very childish and their brain is very not there. But my siblings, they're very, very like. You speak to me, you feel like they're adults, like proper, proper adults. You would think that they're proper, proper adults, like. And I had to start realizing like that it was. That was because I went back home. The things I was learning, learning everything, you know, that I went through within my isolation stage, me going back home, I was able to pour into them everything that, that, that you know, I had in me. And I was like, help them also to, you know, grow. Even my friends, there's a lot of things I open up to my friends about like, teaching them about things I'm teaching you guys here, I'm talking about here. As I tell them certain things and will like, you know, and they will spark a conversation and then they'll be like, really? Like what? And they start learning certain things like, and they're like, damn, why didn't you tell us this before? And I started realizing like, nah, God didn't isolate me because he wanted to isolate me from myself. He isolated me so I could learn all these things and he can like, just need to fill me up. Like he needed to fill me up full. Okay. So then when it's time for me to go backwards or, you know, step into the same rooms and step into the same places, I am so full that I can pour into other people. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. And that's a really big part of awakening, awakening up and, you know, being coming to a place of self-actualization and being self-awakened is that you will go through a very lonely stage where in the beginning, you feel lonely and then you start realizing like you fell in love with that loneliness because you fell in love with your space and being isolated. And then God will be like, nah, bruh, don't start falling in love with it too much. He will draw you back and take you back to like the places where you're supposed to be. And you'll kind of be like, why am I even here? Like, I don't want to be here. Da, da, da. And you start having certain conversations, talking to certain people, doing certain things. And then the people that, you know, he'll put you with, even it's family, friends, colleagues, rooms that he'll put you in. You start realizing you have the same conversation that now is changing people and sparking changes in people. And then that's also part of when you start realizing like, wow, this journey is not all about me. It's about the people that I'm going to change. And I would say cho the chosen ones, people that are really chosen to do certain things, so to make really big changes, this is how life goes for them. This is how life is. You're always isolated. You never run a lot of people. You're never around a lot of people. You never have a lot of people around you. You, you don't even want a lot of people around you. Because you're extremely sensitive and there's a lot of things that is happening around you that you see and it goes on that you can't even fathom having a lot of people around you. You can't even fathom that. You're very selective naturally. You become very selective naturally. Okay? So when, if you are going through that stage right now, I just wanted to explain that to you and explain like the aftermath of it. Because the aftermath of it now, you know, is that now, even I think that social media at that time, all my friends, my people, my family, everyone has social media. But I was never on social media. Media. I didn't have. I didn't have Snapchat until just last year, September. I literally created my Instagram literally last year, December, for my visuals page. I created the, um, the one for my student of life podcast. Literally just in April. No, was it March? I think it was April. April or like end of March, something like that. And then TikTok. Literally, I created TikTok ending of February, like early March, ending February, something like that. I had it before. I had what's it called Instagram like twice, three times before. When I was still like, you know, I was still like in college and then when I was first at like, uni. But I always delete them. After like a couple months, I just delete it. I never post. I never be on it. Like I'll just delete it. I'm like, why is this thing on my phone? Because I didn't use it. And I had to realize like, now when I sit back now, I'm like, it was all part of that. And I was, it was all part of my, it was my part, all part of my isolation stage. It was a part of God was really like just working on me and my ancestors, my spirit guys. Like they're all just working on me really like, that's how to be alone. I have to just like be very cut off from the rest of the world and from a lot of people. 
So you could come to this point here where I'm start sitting in front of this camera with all these lights and I'm speaking and now I'm pouring to other people that don't even know them. These are strangers and also be able to pour into people around me and my family members to where now I'm sparking generational change within my, like my, it started from me and it's now going to my siblings. I'm the first person in my family to start doing these things. To start even like, you know, start a creative course. Because no one in my family ever done a creative course. To actually want to do something creative and just like go full out of it. And just, just go to uni, study that and be that. I don't want to be a lawyer, I don't want to be a doctor, I don't want to do nothing, none of that stuff. The normal stuff that in Africa and home, they're trying to push you to do. And even that was a journey for me. I spoke about it in one of my, long time, one, one, one of my like first episodes I did. But I'll speak about it again. Hopefully in the next episode, the next coming episode, I'll speak about my journey when it comes to that side as well. But... Even coming from that, I've broken a lot of generational curses with just me being myself and me like really standing within that. Even if you don't understand me, I'm not really understood within this family. It's okay because I know I'm not doing it for y'all. I'm doing it for myself. And me doing it for myself and really listening to myself and trusting my instincts has led me here where I was able to like break that. Now my, my, my dad is very open to that. My, my brother is, wants to become um, a product designer, going to architect and going to... Um, graphic designing and like film editing all these things yeah my family people don't do that no they're just doctors lawyers and things like that that's that's what we, we they are my family like people don't know about that creates being creative and all them things are like you can make something out of it and go to school and actually make something out of it make money become a business like create something really big out of it it was foreign to people but because i was able to like do it and do really well and i'm here and then went back praying to my siblings encouraged them i broke that generational curse now my, my sister is doing things and making decisions that maybe somebody, she probably would have, wouldn't have made it before if I didn't do certain things, if I didn't make certain decisions. My brother and I can make certain decisions yet yeah, that my, my parents can't really talk to him too much about because they're like, I did it and I did it well. And I broke those, those curses and those like walls. There's like now it's like a new door has been opened for them that they can walk through. And it's just so beautiful to see. And this is part of the journey of being awakened. And you will do all these, if you're somebody who's just starting your, journey, your, your, you know, your awakening journey, I'm just telling you the things that I've been able to like do and the, and, and the kind of things that comes with breaking generational curses, being a black sheep, realizing a lot of things, a lot of things, going through isolation and that you're going to go through it. Just pace yourself for it and prepare yourself for it and understand that it will happen. And that when it's happening, do not feel like you're alone. Do not feel like this is bad. This is nothing. No, it's all part of the journey and it's beautiful. And then you're just starting. And me, I've, just, I've literally, oh, it's just so much. And I know there's so much ahead of me, so much ahead of me. That hasn't been done yet. That I haven't seen yet. It's coming, okay. And if you are already in, the, in you know, in your awakening journey, and you are um, at this place where I'm talking about these isolation places, the places where you have to, you feel like you have to go back and then help your siblings, help your family, like friends, people, and you're thinking, I try and go back. Should I, or should I just stay in my little corner? Should I speak up, or should I stay in my corner? Should I, you know, tell people what I'm learning and why I'm, why I'm, why I'm, you know. The what I'm seeing, or should I just, you know, keep my mouth shut and keep it open to myself? I want you to understand that these, that you know, the stage you are right now is is normal and it's gonna happen to you, and it's okay if you're there. And that when it comes to, to the point, when you know, when you do leave your isolation stage, where you have to, you know, start saying the things that you've learned, and then start, you know, God wants to use you in whatever way He decides to use you to, like, you know, help people and just to help yourself and help those that's around you. Open yourself up for it because. There's it's endless possibilities of where you can go and where you can do and where you can place you. Okay, mine may be this way, and like I said, I I went through a lot of isolation. I still go through isolation, 
But through the isolation, going through an isolation stage where you are, God literally hides you. He hides you for a purpose. He hides you for a reason. He draws you back and literally like, you know, close the curtain on you for a reason. Because, you know, he's, he's working on you. The, the, your, my, your ancestors, your spirit guys, God, like there's so many entities and so many positive spirits spirits is around you that just like it's like a wall they just like they're surrounded around you and they just they protect you and they just like work on you and really like fill you up what your they put this power in you that when it is time for the blinds to open the curtains to open it's time for you to go and to be there and to be in that room where you're able to like you know do it supposed to do trust me you're gonna be unstoppable unstoppable i'm telling you and mine is this way like i said Yours might be a different way. Okay, yours might be a different way. And just be very open when it gets there. And when it gets to this part of your journey, it's a very beautiful place to be. The beginning is always harder. When you get to this part, it's a very beautiful place to be. And if you're new and it's really hard right now, I just want to tell you that it, gets, it does really get better. It doesn't get easy. It just gets better where you understand a lot of things more. You're always confused. And even when the times come where you're confused, you always have this reminder in your head like that tells you like, You've been here before, you've done this. Why? What makes you think you can't do it again? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's just better. And if you're already here like me, you're already here, you understand exactly what I'm talking about already. You're already like this girl, what she's talking about. You already know. I said in the beginning that um, I also want to put something I've learned this week. And to end this, you know, episode, come to us, we're coming to the end of this episode, you know, I want to say that, especially in the African community, this happens a lot. Don't be afraid to speak on whatever it is that you do and who you are. You see, in the African community, there's this thing of being humble that is very, like, overly exercised. When somebody's very timid and very quiet and very, you know, in their shell and everything, they look at a person like, they're very humble. Oh, you're so, she's so humble, she's so humble, hasn't talked. Somebody's very, you know, all of them things there. And when somebody speaks up and they tell their story, they're very, you know, confident, they're very... They don't care what you're telling them when you tell them they can't do they can't do this. They're gonna go and do it and prove you wrong. They're very they understand who they are and they're very they stand firm ten toes down within who they are. And you can't tell them anything. They look at you like, you're disrespectful, you're doing too much, you're not humble, humble yourself, humble yourself. And it's like, no. And if you're listening to me right now, you're in the that space, or you know, I don't know, something was on my heart to say this. I don't know who's gonna listen to me right now that's gonna, you know, need to hear this. But you don't have to dumb yourself down. You don't have to, you know, go really soft and really in the corner for you to be deemed as, you know, humble. Humbleness is it's not, it, being humble is not about being timid or being quiet or being scared. Okay? Being humble is about being respectful to others around you and yourself. Having good manners, which again comes down to be respectful to others and yourself. Understanding that you're not better than anybody, but you are who you are. Okay? And not bring that down for anybody. But you also understand that you're not better than anybody. That's what humbleness is. Anything apart from that, that's not humble. That's just you allowing people to step on you. Because when you know you're very easy and people can just, you know, tell you what to do and manipulate you and just, like, get their way with you. People can just, like, you know, you don't have to say no. People always come to you for something. Even when you don't have it, you're killing yourself for it. You're always, you know, doing the most, even when you can't do it. You were, you were people pleaser. 
uh, all them things there, people look at that and say you're humble and then it kind of can go into your head. People are like, oh, thank you. You're so nice. You're so nice. You're so humble. And you think that that means it's, that's being humble. Really inside, you're actually dying because you're literally stretching yourself way too much, trying to please everyone around you, trying to be the goody two-shoe, trying to do everything that, you know, that makes everyone else happy, trying to just be all... That even the things you want to really say and how you want to say how you feel, you can't even say it because you think everybody's going to think like, you know, you're not humble, you know, you're not respectful. No. And I want you to understand this. Whoever's listening to it that really needs it. Because I feel like somebody's listening to me who really needs it. And I just, I just, something, it's something that, you know, it's been on my chest this week. And I've just, like, really come to just, and I was like, nah, we've got to stop doing this in our, in our community, in the black community. They've got to stop this. Because if you're somebody who speaks a lot about who you are and really just firm and very confident, people just look at you like, you know, oh, she, she, she thinks she's all that. She's too cocky. She's arrogant. Oh, he thinks he's all he's cocky. He's arrogant. No, I'm not arrogant. I speak my mind. I speak how I feel. I'm not scared of you because you're a human just like me. I respect you and your opinion as a human being. Just like I want you to respect my opinion as a human being. I respect myself. I don't think I'm better than anybody. But I also know that no one is in my space and I do what I do really well and I am who I am. And that in itself... There's nothing wrong with that. And I just want to read, I just want to say that this, you know, this, this episode, I know it doesn't really have much to do with, you know, the whole awakening thing, but that's something I felt like I really needed to say. And I, and I know somebody's behind this, you know, behind this, 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 this screen is right now listening to it and, and literally thinking like, I needed to hear that. Like I needed to hear that because I was, about to, I was on the edge of breaking and I hope whoever you are, you really take it in and you was like, you know, change your, change your perspective and change your life throughout this week because you're about to break if you don't. If you keep doing the people pleasing, if you keep doing things where everyone wants, if you keep, you know, saying yes, yes, yes to everybody and not understanding where to say no and understanding how to set boundaries, you're going to break. And when you break, all those people who look at you like, you know, oh, they're not going to be there for you. So as you know, we end this episode. Um, I just want to summarize a little bit before we know we spoke about this. So we, spoke, we started speaking about you know, and being an, an, an empath. So what exactly is an empath? There's different types. Of, you know, there's people who are you know physical empaths, emotional, uh, intuitive empaths. Okay, um, it's all about being able to really understand and and, and really feel what people are feeling, like be able to put yourself in people's shoes. And there's an ability that some people have. Everyone has it, but some people have. Some people are born with that. They also really feel what people are feeling, like understand it on a different level where then because they have that ability, they naturally draw people towards them. People they always really people always want to hear what they have to say. People always want to want them to give them advice. People always want to, you know, tell them their story so they can like speak to them because they feel like this person's gonna understand really how I feel. And some people also end up developing, you know, throughout the awakening journey. And people who are new to it or don't understand really what they have, they tend to be really down all the time and very depressed all the time because they tend to take on everyone's emotions and everyone's burdens put on the shoulders and just was walking around with it and people who are more grown they understand their ability to like work through and really be able to like grow in their ability they don't have that they know how to really maneuver feel people's emotions let go when they have to let go um how to help people how to when it's time not to help people and to let some people some things go and how to like live really gracefully within their ability that they do have the gift that they do have and then we want to speak about this isolation Isolation is a really big part of awakening. And I also tell my story when I got isolated, then that I've learned and um, why it's so important that when you do get to a stage of isolation within your awakening, or if you already are, that do not panic, do not feel like, you know, why am I here or something's not going right. It's all part of the journey. It's something that God hides you. He will hide you for a reason because it's not time for everyone to see you yet. 
it's not time for, for him to show you. He will have so they can work on you, fill you up with all the power that you need to have. So when it's time, all the spirits, the good spirits around, all the, your ancestors and your spirit guys, they will work on you and give you this, this protection and this divine protection, this power around you and within you. That when you do come and it's time for you to walk into those rooms you're supposed to be, when it's time for you to, you know, do your work and, and step into your purpose within this life, you are unstoppable. So I hope you know everything I've said, you know, in this episode has really been to like, help you on your journey. Who's understand something, you've learned something. Even if you know, there's one thing you've learned, I'm grateful. God, I want you guys to just like learn something. Every single episode, I want you guys to learn something. Okay, so I hope you've learned something. <laughs> so thank you very much. I'm super, super grateful. You know, wherever you're listening to me from right now, even it's Apple, Spotify, it's Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to me from, please do not forget to subscribe, turn notification and rate the show. Rate our show. You know, um, if you are also listening to me right now on, you know, YouTube, you're watching me on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Share your story, something you want to talk about, something, you know, you want to say, however this episode has made you feel. Just leave a word, leave something down there. Comment, share with all your people, like, and again, don't forget to subscribe, okay? I'm so grateful and thankful for you being here. Super, super grateful. Thank you very much. And, I, you know, from next week, we're talking about something completely different. So stay tuned. Follow this journey with me. I'm super grateful. I'll see you next week, okay? Mwah.